Now, the greatest idea of all time. Stay tuned for... From the Trenches of Hollywood. Here are your guru guides from the A-list to the D and everything in between. It's Ted and Craig. Hello and welcome to From the Trenches of Hollywood in 2022. It's our first show. I am Ted Davies. I'm an artist and author. Hey, everybody. Craig Hall here, filmmaker, writer, friend to the world. It's great <laughs> to be back. I'm so happy for 2022, as they call it. Um, I guess it's the Roaring Twenties are in full effect now. No um, doubt. <clears throat> we um, have, those of you who have just awoken after a few years of hibernation may or may not know that we've been going through some trying times the last couple of years. So looking ahead to a great 2022. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being with us. A lot of things to cover today. Um, Ted, how was your New Year's? It was awesome. Uh, safely at home. Had a very, uh, very good evening. Wrote a lot. Been writing a lot uh, into the new year. So things are going good. I've been working, working on my house. Mm -hmm. That's why it's a mess inside. That's why you see me outside <laughs> right now. Yeah. I talked about last year. I was hoping to have some construction completed uh, by the time we came back, but that didn't quite work out. So, um, hey, roll with the punches, baby. Right. So I'm lucky. I'm in Southern California. Beautiful weather. 80 yeah. degrees. Um so I can't complain too much. No, no, it's yeah, it's a little bit cooler than that here. So, uh, well, I hope everyone's been writing. <laughs> we um, left off last year, you know, the, the introduction to the show, first few episodes. If you haven't listened to them, look them up, find out uh, what started all this madness. And it really was just us giving some pointers, trying to answer some questions from mm -hmm. folks on uh, how to jumpstart their their writing. Um, they weren't looking to go take a class or sign up for a seminar or they just had a question you know and uh so hopefully we've been able to answer a lot of those um for you with the the show we want to get a little bit deeper this year though right ted um, absolutely absolutely and yeah so forward on any of those uh deeper questions that you want us to answer help you answer not absolutely. just not just deeper questions the show we're going to go a little bit deeper we've got some new segments you want to tell them about what we got coming up mm. This year, we're adding some couple of yes. new segments. We've got, well, first off, we've got this great thing that uh, I think that you came up with. This is just absolutely brilliant. It is the writer's tool chest. And it is going to be awesome as far as it's going to be an arsenal of what you can use as a developing author or a screenwriter and how, you know, how it's going to make, a, make, hopefully, your process just a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And so let's kick it off 2022 with the first edition of The Writer's Tool Chest. <laughs> so what are we talking about this week? We are talking software. What do you write on or what do you write with? What do you create with? And what helps you get there? What other type of what's the word I'm looking for? AIDS, writing AIDS. Thank tools. you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's so many options out there for everybody. I think the most common that most people know about is Word, and we've talked about that mm -hmm. in, in in past episodes, especially people who are writing uh, novels, um, but uh, especially people who are more old school. But we mm -hmm. know in this digital age, there's so many different tools out there. Um, so I just wanted to talk about a couple of screenwriting programs that are available um, that are some are super popular. You've heard of them before. 
uh, probably the two most popular would be Final Draft, and we are now at uh, Final Draft 10. Final Draft 11, I guess, is coming out, mm-hmm. um, which I've been writing on for years. It's a kind of a standard. And then there's also Movie Magic Screenwriter. These two are both very similar. Uh, they have all the bells and whistles. Um, they have uh, great uh, databases to to handle everything from uh, remembering characters and locations and even actions and sounds. It just creates a library with everything that you that you uh, that you work with. It uh, is also uh, a smart software. You know, it includes organizational tools like Story Map which you use to create your outlines um, or beat board. You remember we talked with Rolf Konevsky, he talked about beat sheets. Uh, yes. So this is built into final draft. Uh, also alternate dialogue. This is a little option. Uh, you can store different uh, pieces of dialogue. You can interchange it for that same character, that same moment. So you can kind of flip things out, which is kind of cool uh, to get a different look at it. Uh, and then movie magic screenwriter, this one too, been around a long time. This, in fact, this is the, the file format preferred by the writer's guild of America West, which is in Hollywood. So they prefer if you're going to register a screenplay with them, the, uh, screenwriter file format is what they prefer the file to be delivered in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's great. It has all the pretty much same basic tools as final draft. Uh, it also has, uh, they both have real-time collaboration, which is great. Uh, they both have uh, authored templates. They both have index card viewing. Uh, they both have uh, tracking, they track revisions. And uh, they both work with some of the most popular uh, software to take the screenplay to the next level if you're going to be breaking it down for production. It can be imported into uh, scheduling software and budgeting software, both of them. So they're great. Deal with those. They're both pricey. You know, yeah. They start at around $250 and up. So it's, uh, they're great. They're great professional tools, but there is a price tag. Now, there are a couple of free pieces out there as well. And uh, there's one that I've mentioned in the past called Trebly, which is a, uh, actually a downloadable program. It's a free software piece that you can use that is uh, got a lot of the built-in uh, elements that you would find in a lot of these screenwriting programs. It does have a few limitations um, that I found uh, when it came to quickness of, of use. There were some shortcuts that it's missing when uh, comparable to like Final Draft or Scripter. Um, little intricacies that if you're writing all the time that you notice but if you're new to writing screenplays you you won't think twice about it um so that's trebly now that's one like i said that you download there's another one out there that's called studio binder now studio binder is part of a bigger software package but it's all online and you're storing everything onto the cloud now you can download your work of course but the software runs online um, so you're logging into an account and with uh, studio binder it is set up to take your screenplay all the way through post-production so what that means is it helps you set up everything from calendars and casting lists and shooting scripts to schedules and budgets and post-production schedules and uh, it's just and it's supposed to be a, a one stop um, in the end 
uh, user platform for producing your projects. And it's not just limited to screenplays. Um, it's also set up to help in pretty much any type of video work, mm-hmm. um, whether it's uh, uh, some shorter projects, documentaries, things like that. It's kind of a, it's a really nice workflow tool if you're going to take it to that next level. But the screenwriting element of it, which is what we're really t- trying to talk about here, is uh, very comparable to um, Final Draft, quite honestly. And what I found is really cool about Studio Binder is that you can actually import a script that you already have, uh, including a Final Draft version of a script into the software here, work on it in the screenwriting program, or just take it right into the other uh, workflow uh, Mm. pieces that it has. But also you can export the script that you've been working on on Studio Binder in a Final Draft file. So that's a great thing as well. If you needed to move it over to Final Draft or if you were to take it up to that next level or you were working with people who were only working in, let's say, a a version of uh, movie magic scheduling or budgeting, well, Final Draft files can be imported directly into that software. So uh, being able to turn your file into a Final Draft version file is great. So I do like Studio Binder. Um, and I do like Trebly. Like I said, it does have a few limitations. But for a beginning writer, you can't lose with either one of these two um, these two pieces of software. Like I said, one is you'll download with Trebly. And Studio Binder, though, entirely uh, working online. So that's what I got for you in the software corner today. So uh, you've got a couple of writing aids, though. I do. I do. What do you got? Well, we've got two. Uh, the biggest thing with a lot of us writers is procrastination or distraction. Life gets in the way. You know, you get whether dog's got to go out or whatever. You find something on YouTube and you go down the, the rabbit hole of that. You know, you're learning all about something new or some software or what have you. So stay focused is one of the ones. Uh, if you're a Chrome user, uh, it's very, uh, you know, it's basically if you aren't Chrome user, it's it's not really valid. But um, it's a self-imposed time limit software. So you set up your um, how many minutes or how many hours you're allowed to do such and such. And again, it, a lot of this is self-discipline, but it, this can help you get to the point where it's your social media network, everything else is off so that you can get to your your focused, um, you know, your, what you need to get done uh, for the day. So that's, I mean, stay focused. Like I said, it's not a, it's not anything that you probably couldn't do on your own, but I think it's nice to have for the people that it's a rest assured, you know, that you can, you can count on it, that it'll, it'll kick up. Um, And again, you have to set up the certain parameters. So that's, but it's called stay focused. Interesting concept. The other one uh, is called Illis and it's uh, I-I-Y-S. And it basically, you set the word count and you don't look back. You you can basically type on your computer. You're all set. It overlays with, I, I believe it overlays with Word. I have to double check that. But they uh, you basically see one letter at a time. <laughs> so it's a very, very focused. Um, you don't go back and re-edit and edit as you're writing. I don't, you know, I don't know if I would use that one because I think that I like doing that. I like hopping back and forth, as I've said my process. Um, but one letter at a time, I don't know. I, it, it seems kind of, that might be a little distracting, uh, because you might not remember the word that you're typing. I don't know, but, uh, it's, 
called illus. I don't know. It's an interesting concept. It blocks out everything else so that there's no editing. Um, and I don't believe that it blocks out social media uh, popping up on different things. So that could be a trade-off. Uh, but those were the two that I looked at uh, this week. Stay Focused looks like an interesting uh, program. And I know we've had apps on our phones and that that time us, or even our phones do that now. You can set up um, how much time you spend on social media and that, which is nice. So uh, either one of these could work for you if you're in the uh, in the need of it. So both similar uh, to, um, to the writing aids out there. I guess, yeah, it's discipline right people always have to right. um and get motivated. a lot of this too i'm sorry a lot of this too is um uh i would think especially in your software what you did or what you're working with is there a learning curve do you have a lot of learning curve um from what you're what you're seeing on a lot of these things or is it pretty well, standard they're all pretty standard quite honestly once you learn on one they're all very similar uh there's only the main tools that is i should say are all similar but it's adding these different little bells and whistles that they've added now being able to um index your scenes like a, a scripture they make a big deal about how you're able to pull up on the screen index cards of your scenes and help rearrange your scene order if necessary something that i did with real cards 20 years ago right 20 plus years ago <laughs> but so now it's like a really cool thing to add to software um um, I should get a royalty check for that. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see, but it's good. It's, it, things like that, you know, they add on, but they're not difficult to learn. Really. It is. Um, there is another piece of software out there that actually is pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. that is one that was developed by some screenwriters and it is a, um, piece of software that uh gosh let me see if i can find the name of it it's called highland software is what it's called mm. but it it saves everything in um fountain file format so it's a text-based file it's compatible with um pretty much every screenwriting software out there mm. it's almost like a rich text format sort of uh but it's called fountain file so it's just some simple plain text and it gives you the ability to use this software on anything anywhere hmm. uh everything from uh you know google docs to a, a notepad on your phone on your tablet on your laptop whatever anywhere you wow. are and so it's really was developed with the idea of um john august is the one who developed it he was the screenwriter of um big fish Oh, the sure. Burton, Big Fish mm -hmm. and Go, the film Go. Um, but he wanted something that didn't take a lot of thought into learning how to use the software. It was more about just stay focused on writing and mm -hmm. getting the words out. That's the most important thing. You don't want to be stuck trying to figure out how to use the tool. You want to be able to just use it so that was the whole idea with it and uh, it's out there it's called highland software and um check it out if you're someone who's on the go and on the move all the time i think that that's one that um 
might work for you. It looks very simple to use as well. I can't say from experience that I have used it because I haven't. I'm just aware of it. Um, I do believe, though, that it's Apple-based, so I think mm -hmm. um, I have to look into that. Um, but check it out. Check it out, folks. Hey, if you have a favorite software that you use to write, um, let us know. Send us a message. You can get us on social media um, at uh, Hollywood Trenches on Instagram, on Facebook at From the Trenches of Hollywood. Uh, look forward to your questions. Got a couple of questions here. We kind of skipped over this earlier. We did. Um, so we got a couple of questions. Let's go into this first one here. This is from Nita. Mm -hmm. Nita. Hello, Nita. Thanks for listening. She says, hi, I'm writing about my life story. It's turned into fiction. Am I okay to write that in 1993, I went to the cinema and saw Whitney Houston's movie, The Bodyguard? And can I write about how I danced to the song by Whitney Houston? I will always love you. Or can I not add any famous person's name or movie? Great question. Very good question. Mm -hmm. um, so do you want to take this or I can? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. The music, obviously, no. You, if you, she's saying she's going to write about this, sure, she's going to film this. I mean, that's, you know. So it says, it sounds like she just wants to reference going to the yeah. movie. So if you're just referencing what you did in 1993 within the book, and mm -hmm. sure, you can say Whitney Houston's movie, you can say The Bodyguard. Uh, you can even say that you dance to the song and say the title of the song, but you cannot play the music without licensing it. You Correct. can write about it, um, but you cannot play the clip. So I'm assuming this is writing my life story. I don't know. It's just turned into fiction. So she could be writing as a novel even. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, no, go for it. You can totally mention things like that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm -hmm. um, so. Go for it, Nita. Um, 93, dating yourself, you young yeah. thing. <laughs> you were I, just remember, like, I remember 93, I think. 93, man, was a blur to me. I was living. <laughs> I was living in Hollywood. Young screenwriter, making it happen. Working as a tour guide at Universal Studios. See how I just said Universal Studios, Nita? Yep. And I can, yep. I can say that. It's okay. Yeah. I'm talking about my life my experiences so yeah. yes i can do that i just can't sing the universal theme song whatever that is i don't even know what that is is there one i don't know i'm not sure know. what about right. lyrics what about lyrics yeah. she can't write the lyrics in the uh, story though correct uh no she cannot quote the song without quoting someone okay um and if she's not performing it that's a whole nother story. So right, like, right. that leads us right into this next question. Actually, yep. I'm looking at right here. So it's from Mia. She asks similar mm -hmm. things. She says, hello. Hello, all. Well, hello, Mia. Um, quick question. <laughs> Exclamation point. Quick question. I want to include song lyrics from a, a <laughs> musician in my book. Do I need permission to do this? Mm. Yes, you do. You see, the difference with lyrics and just mentioning Whitney Houston or the title, The Bodyguard, mm -hmm. uh, is the intellectual property side of it. The moment that you put someone else's words in, you're using their words. So you would have to get permission to directly quote the song. And especially if you have your character or any character performing it, even if you're just writing it, in novel form 
you would want to get permission to reprint those lyrics. Um, so a lot of times you can get that permission for a very nominal fee because there's no performance involved. It's just a reprinting of the published lyric. Mm -hmm. But yes, you got to get permission for that, Mia. Um, now, if you wanted to say, let's say what, let's pick a song, um, you know, what's a, what's a song? Okay, we'll go back to the, the I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston, because it's mm -hmm. right in front of me. So if you were to uh, put in there, so there was the song by the popular female artist, Whitney Houston, where she talked about an eternal love forever <laughs> of yeah you know, and i felt like i had you know you can kind of paraphrase or rephrase right. it that leads to people to say oh oh must be i will always love you that's fine but if you start tie, you know putting the lyrics in ever word, for word yeah. yeah yeah then you got a problem hope that answers your question mia it's good thumbs Those up good questions mia. i hope so <laughs> Hey, listen, if you got questions, remember, send us a quick uh, message. You can get me at uh, Craig E or Paul E. Wood. You can see it there under my name. Uh, you can get Ted at his uh, teddaviesartistry.com. Send us your questions there or Instagram or uh, Facebook, whatever works for you folks. All of our social media handles, you'll see them pop up now and again. But uh, send those questions out. Happy to help you out. Um, I guess that uh, does it for questions this week. Believe you got so. anything over there? No? No, that's it right now. I know that this uh, coming up week we will, but everybody's on vacation. So, yeah. So I do want to move into another um, little bit here real quick that, um, you know, one of the things that kind of comes up from folks, and it's not necessarily a, a question per se, um, it's more they um it's some big pitfalls that people fall in so craig let's talk about the unbelievable truths aha yes uh another new segment this year hope you're going to enjoy this one i've got um like some of the things that you come across working in hollywood are just in ridiculous and insane and dangerous and silly and i mean it's just again and again and again and again the stories you hear are mostly true just let me tell you that right now so we're going to add a segment this year we're going to hear from some of our uh, our friends across the uh, industry around the world and uh, they're going to chime in let us know on some of the uh, amazing things that they have run across in the past year being back on the uh on the, the work trail, uh, things have started to pick up again. We had a, the COVID uh, pandemic. Um, it'll be in your history books. Um, yeah. You'll learn about it if uh, if this is the far future and you're watching this show. That would be weird. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, some great stuff. I reached out to some people. They sent me stuff. I mean, everything from uh, animals going crazy, a cougar that hated satin and attacked and shredded all the bedding and a and a commercial shoot three times and a pair of emus that went running through the house. They got loose and they ripped up the floor as they ran. Oh, another one. My favorite is there was a um, friend of mine, Ryan Wilson. Um, hey, Ryan, what's happening? Um, he is a, a lead man and uh, works in art department. So a lead man, you see all of the, 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 credits in a movie and people are always asking that's one of the questions you get all the time is like what's a gaffer what's a grip what's a best boy what are these things so 
uh, he's a lead man. And a lead man works in the art department and they have, um, they work with the art director who works with the production designer. And they're kind of the conduit between the creative side and the team that makes it happen, builds it, dresses the set, all of that. So it's, um, it's a cool position. And um, the lead men, I have several friends who are lead men and women, and uh, they are, they get to see some unique things. Um, yeah, just, they're great storytellers, right? Well, they're all, they're artists, and they're always around. They're always on set. They're always ahead of production, behind production, because they've got to build the sets. They're ahead of them building it. They're on set, making sure it's working, and then they're tearing it down after it's all over. So yeah, uh, they see everything. Um, but he has got some great stories. One of my favorites that he sent me. Um, I'll just touch base on it real quick because uh, we're going to get these folks on and they're going to um, give us some of their own versions here coming up uh, uh, in these future episodes. But Ryan was telling me a great one the other day. He was doing a shoot out in the Mojave Desert and um, uh, he said they had a kangaroo on set and working with animals is always crazy there's always animal stories trust me um every show i've done with animals there's always an issue but this one he had a kangaroo they're working with this kangaroo and uh the kangaroo got pissed off and um broke loose took off just takes off runs out over some foothills you know at the base of a mountain and they're in the middle of the desert and they're looking mm -hmm. around like well there goes yeah. The kangaroo, you know, I mean, he's gone. The trainer takes off running into the desert, over the hill, just disappears, chasing after this kangaroo. So they move on. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do now to finish the shoot. And um, a few hours later, they look up. And here comes the trainer, and he's got a leash. And on the end of the leash, guess what? Not a kangaroo. A reindeer. <laughs> He went into the desert to capture a kangaroo and he brought back a reindeer. Um, okay. So these are some of the crazy things that happen um, on set. And look, these are the good lighthearted ones. You know, I know that we're going to hear some horrible horror stories along, sure. the, along the way too. Um, but again, if you've got a story you want to share with us, we'd love to uh, get you on air and, uh, tell us your horror story um whether it's in hollywood or new york or buffalo or memphis wherever you are whatever you do um love to hear from you see this is good stuff this is always good inspiring stuff for writers i think uh hearing about these unbelievable things that you couldn't even write uh if you wanted to right <laughs> they're just so silly uh they help inspire um they can help you uh get over that little bit of hump um a good writing aid yeah absolutely and it's you know it, it, it's you're human it's the it's the life of the gag reel right and that's what it's about especially at work <laughs> yeah yeah so a lot of good things coming in 2022 everybody thanks for stopping in and listening to us today um but we are out of time and yes. um a lot of good stuff coming up this year um i hope you've been writing i'm ready for people to start sharing some things with us coming up uh next week we've got a great guest uh television writer i've talked about him in the past his name is lee house uh 
really funny guy. Can't wait to uh, get him on and talk about what he's working on and uh, just his techniques and uh, his experiences. You know, he's a he's a, a TV guy who's done a lot on his own, but he's also worked in a lot of uh, rooms with a lot of other writers. You know, and how that how that feels, how that works out. You know. How do you get your your idea into the script, right? Do you have to yep. muscle it in, or um, or are you just the funniest guy in the room? You know, I mean, with Lee, it could be that. So, mm -hmm. uh, so make sure you join us uh, next time with Lee, and uh, we also talk about some of the uh, pitfalls that you might be falling into yourself as a writer um, as you try and plug ahead. Um, are you doing your two hours a day? I hope you are. Um, <laughs> Uh, six hours a day but yeah <laughs> but two hours I, a day yes absolutely i hope they're doing their two hours a day our yeah, listeners so right too. those mm -hmm. those who want to uh continue on look the only way to get better is practice just like with anything else right um absolutely if it was easy everybody do it so uh all right man what i gotta got write to i gotta write man i gotta writing i'm writing Woo. okay thanks right. for joining us everybody We'll see you next time uh, from the trenches of Hollywood. All right, keep your nose clean. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Peace out.